Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! Welcome back to the RV. We are on the road again, headed to Las Vegas to speak to J.S. Castro. J.S. is the author of the new thriller Western called A Gunslinger's Reckoning, which is available now. So, J.S., welcome to The Relatable Voice. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. I'm super happy to have you here today. T.S., you have a black belt in martial arts. And what kind of martial arts are you trained in? So it's Taekwondo. It's called Sangmu Kwan. And it is really mixed martial arts. It it encompasses judo. It encompasses um, Muay Thai, boxing, and... um, it's really meant as more of a self-defense type martial arts. And when you become a black belt, you're learning how to end a fight in about three seconds. So if somebody attacks you, you can take somebody out in about three seconds. But, you know, that ends the fight and you're good. Oh, that's <laughs> so, good. Uh, how many years should I train to be able to defend myself in three seconds? Three seconds? Uh, I'd say about a good seven, eight years. <laughs> okay. So I can start training now because I <laughs> very important when you know how to defend yourself. Yes, but um, it's also a martial arts that teaches you that um, the best fight that you get into is one that you don't have. So if you look the part, then nobody's going to mess with you. If you look like a lion or a tiger, nobody's going to want to mess with a lion or a tiger. So that's something that we teach also. If you look like like you're weak or like you're an animal that's ready to be eaten, then people will prey on you. So it's also about looking the part and being self-aware of where you're at and how to go about um, showing yourself off as somebody who can you know, absolutely take care of themselves. That's true. And how did you first get into writing? So my writing started when I was just a child. I used to have night terrors. And I would take those night terrors and I'd put it down on paper. I'd write it into words. And they turn out to be stories. And people were really fascinated by those stories. You know, I I used to go on the school bus, going to school. My uh, classmates would read those stories and they would be like shocked. And they were like, what the heck? You know, 
because I, I once wrote about a child who went around eating other children in the neighborhood. <laughs> so they were like, they were scared themselves. And I like just watching their faces as they would read my stuff. Right. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, it was very archaic, but they, they got the gist of it because I was very young writing. And then when I got into high school, I wrote a story for my brother who needed something to show his teacher. And so he turned that story into the teacher and the teacher wanted to see my parents in the principal's office. And so my parents went to the principal's office and my brother thought he was in trouble. And they said, you know, we're shocked at the story that your son wrote. You know, we're horrified. And my mom was very angry at my brother. Just then she wanted to like punish him. And the teacher said, no, 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 you don't understand. We want to enter his story into a contest. And then all of a sudden, a week later, he wins the contest. <laughs> he wins. <laughs> he wins the, on the story that I wrote. Story that I wrote. He wins the contest. He gets a plaque that says future authors of America. He gets a hundred dollars. And then a reporter comes to our house to interview him. Like, where did you get the inspiration for your story? He looks over at me and he goes, uh, my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the reporter is like, okay, this is a story about a kid who wants to read other kids in the neighborhood. Should I call 911? <laughs> <laughs> and at least did he share the money with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> That's not no, but, fair. <laughs> no, no, but it inspired me to keep writing, you know, and it, I would write and write and write, but I never published anything until now when I'm 60 years old. I finally published a book. I finally got one of my writings out. Wow, that yeah. is no age for anything in this life. So, JS, you published your first book called A Gunslinger's Reckoning. Can you tell us what this book is about? So this book is about an outlaw. He is taken to prison, one of the worst prisons in all of America during the Wild West. So it takes place in 1876. And he is in this prison with other horrible people. And one day, something happens. Uh, They get broken out of the prison by a sinister man named Von Onslaught. They call him a warlock, but he's not really a warlock. He's something else. He's something much more sinister. And the reason he breaks these prisoners out is because he wants to use them as an army. He wants to start an army to conquer the world. He wants to replace the world of humans with the world of monsters and demons from Satan's uh, own brand. So that's, that's his motivation for breaking the outlaw and all these prisoners out. But he only wants to use them as a stepping stone. Then he wants to get rid of them eventually. And when, the guns, when, he, when he betrays the gunslinger, the outlaw, whose name is Clyde Tuck, that's my main character, Clyde Tuck. Clyde Tuck, being an outlaw himself, decides he's going to bring his own brand of hell And it's really a tale of anti-hero versus villain or sinister villain. And there's lots of twists and turns to it. Um, There's many different aspects to the story. Like it takes, 
you, I take you back to the Battle of Hastings in the 10th century, and I take you to World War II, and you're asking yourself, well, what's World War II have to do with a Western? We have to read it. And it's very intriguing, very interesting. Yeah, your book combines three different styles, thriller, Western, and horror. Which style do you identify the most? Well, all three of them. <laughs> Because I've always loved Westerns. I've always loved the anti-hero Westerns. Clint Eastwood, um, A Fistful of Dollars, and all his uh, spaghetti Western uh, trilogies. I just love those because, you know, I used to watch John Wayne movies, and I used to watch movies with um, the old-type Western guys. They always wore white. They always won. You know, they were kind. They were always polite. But in real life, that never really happened. Western outlaws were more, or the Western heroes were more like Clint Eastwood, I think. Mean, tough, not very polite, rude. <laughs> Right. And so I just love that character. I love that anti-hero character. And I think there's a little bit of anti-hero in all of us, right? Because we're not all perfect. And so we all kind of want to be like that. We all kind of want to be the Clint Eastwood and get out there and rescue this person. But at the same time, we don't want to be looked at on as being soft. Mm -hmm. So that inspired me. But I've also been inspired by horrors, like movies like The Exorcist, which scared the heck out of me, you know, and um, books. Also, there's there's a book called a, a Rocking Horse Winner about a child who rides a, a rocking horse and until he gets the name of a horse that wins, you know, a, a derby and just sinister things like that, that really inspire me. And then thrillers. Thrillers, like all the Alfred Hitchcock thrillers that he produced and made over the years. So all of that kind of inspired me. And I wanted to write a book that combined all three of those aspects together because I love each genre. And I also like, believe it or not, I also love romantic uh, novels. Oh, Sense and, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sense and Sensibility. I don't know if you've ever read Sense and Sensibility, yeah. but that's one of my favorite books of all time. I just love the way um, I, the author's name escapes me right now. I can't believe the author's name escapes me. But, um, you yeah. know, she's one of my favorite authors. But, and her name escapes me right now. But that is one book that I really love. I love the sense and sensibility. And I love the movie that, that they made out of it. And I just love the romantic aspect of westerns and thrillers. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. 
You know, JS, personally, I tend to get scared easily. If I'm alone, I sometimes even sleep with the light on. So you are a military veteran. You've written short horror stories. It seems like nothing scares you. What scares you in life? Well, what scares me in life is, uh, you know, really it's my family being hurt. That scares me more than anything else. You know, my little girl being hurt or my son being hurt. When you have children, you love them so much, you know, you don't know where they're at. My, my son's 25 years old and he goes all over the place, but I'm still afraid that he's not going to come home someday, <laughs> you know? So that kind of thing always worries me and scares me. And believe it or not, I still have night terrors to this day. I still dream about being in a huge open room at night, being vulnerable, not being able to move, not being able to talk, not being able to scream out and lying there on the bed, completely helpless. And something is coming through that door and it comes through the door and there's nothing I can do about it. And whatever it is, it's going to, it's going to kill me. It's going to hurt me really bad. So, you know, being isolated or in a dark place, I think that would also scare the heck out of me, right? In, in a place where I'm just completely in a box that I can never get out of. These are dreams or it's just when you start thinking about being in this situation? These are actual night terrors. These are actual dreams that I have. I don't know why I have them. They recur over and over again. Sometimes it's the same dreams. Sometimes, sometimes it's in a different place, but it's basically the same thing. And like people have told me like, well, you know, maybe you were in a situation once where you got trapped in a closet or like, no, I don't ever remember being trapped in a closet or being trapped here or there. Um, once when I went scuba diving, I lost my mask and I panicked a little bit. But even then, I don't dream about that. I dream about just this one huge room that I'm in, in a completely dark place. And I, I go back to being a child again and completely vulnerable, not being able to use my martial arts. Uh -huh. <laughs> I can relate very much with you. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to have nightmares. So do you believe these nightmares inspire you to write? It absolutely does. It, it brings a lot of inspiration for me to write because like when I was younger, I, I used to have different type of night terrors, not just that kind. And it always inspired me to write. And somebody had told me to do it. Um, I had a priest that I, I went and talked to. I said, like, look, I'm, I'm having night terrors. My mom thinks I'm possessed because I yell out in the middle of the night. And he says, you're not possessed. He says, just write about what you dream about. And so I did. And I really started to enjoy writing, you know, about the, the dark things that were happening in my dreams. There were dark things that happened in my life, but I don't think that's the reason I would have these horrible nightmares. And I, like I said, to this day, I still have them, but not to the degree that I used to have them when I was a child. Uh, that's good. And J.S., I chose a quote for you from Arthur Conan Doyle, and he said, where there is no imagination, there is no horror. 
what does this quote mean to you? What it means is like, if I can't um, put myself into a different world where things out of world are happening, you got to be able to have imagination to go to these worlds, to go to back to the old West, to, to imagine monsters, to imagine being in areas that maybe you have never been before. Without that imagination or without that uh, ability to, to go back into the, that, those places in your mind, then, yeah, you, you, you don't, you, you can't achieve what you're trying to achieve. <laughs> you can't achieve the good writing or you can't achieve this or that. So, yeah. yes, I, I, believe strong, I believe strongly in what he says. Those are some good words. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you plan on publishing more books in the future? I would most definitely love to. Um, I love to create in fiction, you know, and when I write my books, it's purely for entertainment. Um, mm -hmm. People can take whatever messages they get out of the book. It really, it's more about entertaining people. My way of entertaining someone, getting them away from the chaotic world that we exist in today. You know, like going to go watch a movie. So whenever I try to write a book, I always try to write it with a movie in mind. Like if they're seeing a movie and reading a book at the same time. I'm sure you're going to publish more books. So what kind of genre would they be? I would like to publish different types of genres, not just Western and horrors. I would like to write romantic books. I would like to write adventure books, you know, thrillers. Um, just different kinds, not just necessarily stick to one genre, but to kind of be expand, kind of expand and do different types of novels, you know, for entertainment reasons, so that people can be entertained, they, they can take whatever messages they want from it. But uh, one day I would like to write a book that has a message, you know, an important message that people can relate to. So, but I think everybody relates to entertainment. To being entertained. I can see you publishing a romantic book with some suspense and thriller. Yeah, <laughs> I can do a thriller. <laughs> J.S., how can our listeners find your books, find you, at you on social media? Um, on Instagram and Facebook, I am at J.S. Castro Writer. J.S. Castro Writer. So they can find me there under that moniker and i have an ebook on amazon kindle amazon and that's the a gunslinger's reckoning it's in ebook form and pretty soon within the next couple of weeks this should be out on paperback also for those who want who would rather read a paperback rather than just ebook mm -hmm. so that's where they can find me i don't particularly have a website yet but maybe someday when i publish some books and uh get out there a little more I can start a website. <laughs> slowly, slowly, we can just start doing things. And I really, really love our conversation. I would like you could come back when you publish your next book. Uh, yeah, that would be fantastic. You're a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. So, JS, I wish you success. I'm going to check your book on Amazon and then I'll write a review about it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Authors need reviews. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just sit back by a fireplace, 
get a glass of wine and read the book and just enter, just enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm not going to read it at night. Just <laughs> well, I, I, it's really not that big of a horror. It's it's more like the Mummy. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Mummy. Mm -hmm. It's more that type of horror where there's some there's some laughs and there's some thrills and there's some some of this, but it's not you open the door and see what's behind it type horror. Okay. It's more, yeah. Thanks yes. very much, Tayas. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.